Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Bridgewater State University Common Sports and its podcast. I am Jocelyn Freeman alongside Zachary McMahon and Jesse Frazier and our good man in Methuen. Yep. Who isn't going to introduce his name? No, I did. I don't know what the hell's going on. Uh, uh, your, your camera froze up. That's why. Uh, yeah, that's why. All right. So uh, we're going to make this, uh, this episode a lot quicker than last, uh, than last time. Um, but we're going to start off with uh, in football. Uh, uh, with a little bit of a, a little bit of herstory. Uh, as Sophia Lespina uh, with Mepham becomes the first girl uh, on in Long Island history to score a touchdown uh, at the high school level. And you know what? We uh, uh, small heartwarming stories like that are always uh, is pretty fun to and uh, to listen to. Uh, yeah, but like you know, you never hear about these things, you know, like in a mainstream. So to hear something like that is actually pretty cool. Yep. Yeah, it must be remarkable for her, and I'm sure she must have uh, felt a great feeling when she crossed the goal line. Yeah. All right. So from there, we're gonna, uh, uh, without further ado, onto the week two review of uh, of the NFL. Yes, that was intended to rhyme. Um, we got uh, we start off with uh, where we left off uh, last episode with uh, Thursday night football between the Giants and the uh, and the Washington football team, um, Washington wins, wins this 20 to 39 in, on a Dustin Hopkins last uh, second field goal uh, from 43 yards out. And that was only because uh, Dexter Lawrence uh, went off sides. Yep. Uh, if he did, he a 48-yard miss, and it would, have been a, it would have been a whole different ball game we're talking here. Yep. Yeah, how did you guys think Henneke played? Heineke, I think, played pretty well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm still a little bit uh, – I'm still a little bit skeptical of his, his ability at uh, the uh, – at, like, a starting level. But uh, but I think he's uh, – for what he showed, he was uh, is pretty decent. Anyway, going into Sunday's festivity is we have uh, Vegas is rolling out to 2-0 start uh, with a 26-17 win against uh, the Steelers. There's with uh, Derek Carr uh, thrown for just under 400 yards. There's 113 of them um, to Henry Ruggs with five uh, catches and a touchdown. Can we talk about how godly friggin' Henry Ruggs has been for the Raiders so far this season? Like, he's been that good. I'm surprised that like, last year we didn't hear about him like that much, but this year so far he's been popping off. Mm-hmm. Wide receiver, go fast. Yeah. Wide receiver, I, mean, go uh, I mean, the Raiders love uh, picking guys uh, with uh, with raw catching ability with a uh, with a fast forty time, and I mean he, he fit the bill perfectly. But uh, yeah, uh, on the last play of the game, hmm? sorry, guy. No, not guy, guy. I like the last play of the game. In Pittsburgh, decided to try and 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 put themselves. It was closer into the field goal range, but it, but it ended up uh, being a poorly conceived pass that possibly got uh, their leading receiver on the day, Deontay Johnson, hurt. And uh, yeah. <laughs> Spike calls yeah, like, 
Who, who's a boneheaded idiot that made that decision? Mike Tomlin. Anyway. Fair enough. Mm. On to the next game. We had we head to the other side of Pennsylvania, to the banks of the Delaware River, to watch the 49ers look for gold against the Eagles. And strike gold they did mm, with, uh, uh, with Jimmy G coming back uh, to a night. To a nice game, um, seventeen to eleven, and went over Philly. You don't really see eleven in the box score too often. No, you don't. But as well, every goddamn running back for the Forty ers is hurt. Every yeah. single freaking one of them. They have no running backs because they're all on IR. As Zach stated here, like you know, like Mostert hurt, Sermon hurt, Hasty hurt, Mitchell hurt. Who do they have left to really use on the running back core? Trey Lance. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh God. Convert the man to running back. Yeah. <laughs> At this point, yeah, maybe. Trade for Lamar Jackson and have him convert to running back. Anyway, uh, strolling on forward, we got uh, Houston in falling to, uh, to Cleveland because they realized that they can't and play the Jaguars 17 times a year. Yeah. 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 And the Browns definitely make sure the Texans walked walk out of Cleveland with some brown spots in their pants after beating them 31 to 21. And Tyrod, Tyrod Taylor getting hurt on a 15 yard touchdown run and bring in Mr. Davis Mills with one of the stiffest looking necks I think I've seen since Mike Glennon. Because you, it, because you know that the, Texans would rather cut off their leg than play Deshaun Watson, but they'd also rather cut off their leg than trade Deshaun Watson. Yeah, but other than that, Chubb was a big thing, big factor in the in the win for as well. Brain fart, big factor for the for that win as well. Carrying a ball eleven times for ninety five yards and even getting himself a little touchdown. Yep, because you know that that backfield in Cleveland. We're going to move on to Saxonville. Denver taking on the Jags, Bridgewater versus T-Law. And what was a sure game between eh, two, well, a rookie QB and a one that's, that's actually pretty decent. Denver actually went in there and actually got the win. So now Bridgewater. Hey, Tanner. Tanner, not only is your mic screwed, but also how's that 10-7 and seven in prediction for the Jags looking for you? That was ridiculous. That's what that was. Your mic is still muted. No, there we go. There we go. There you go. My Ravens. You know, as I was saying before, you know, things decided to cut me off through you, Zoom. Uh, Bridgewater actually now has a 2 0 record. Why are we talking uh, about that? No, no, Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> hey, don't blame me. Technology is a big sometimes. Hey, uh, but also. Well, we have a little bit of a we have a little bit of mm, scrutiny coming to Urban Meyer because as of the uh, because of uh, because he has said that he under no circumstances will accept the job at USC. You know who else said that? Bobby Petrino on the Atlanta Falcons before going to Arkansas. <laughs> so yeah, part of me feels like Urban Meyer might not even finish the uh, might not. Uh, finish the year, and if he does, I he's pro. I say he put. I say he plays. He coaches only thirteen games, and then fucks off back to the CFB. Oh, hmm. 
but uh anyway going uh, going further we got uh, we got uh, new orleans falling back down to uh, to earth earth against the it's the carolina Pan- panthers what do you uh, what a year that we're in where these guys are is are tied for first in the division but also Oh, we also, got... can we on a ding for a uh, famous Jameis's turnover bakery being back in service? Yeah, after a strange Freaky Friday scene in last uh, last week, he uh, he righted the ship and decided to throw another turnover. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm actually sh- um, a little bit shocked that uh, Sam Donald is now two and zero. That's the 3-0 after tonight. Yeah. Yep. Basically, what's happening here is, like, what's going on with the NHL's Edmonton Oilers at one point. Every player on the Oilers at one point was so bad that once they got traded or they went to a new team, they immediately got better. This is the case with Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold left the Jets when he was shit. Now look at him. He's blossoming. Well, I mean, well, I mean hey, it's also happening with the, uh, with the Lions shipping off every – you know, one as we're seeing with uh, the uh, with the Rams, Rams, Rams being headed by Matthew Stafford, cruising to a two and zero start uh, with a close win against Indianapolis, and uh, in which Carson Wentz ends up getting hurt. Leading, and he gets was it was it like a sprain of both ankles? Of I'm not sure, but it uh, led to. I think he only sprained like one ankle. It led to. I heard, I heard conflicting things, like, but mainly I've heard both. It led to the last pass being uh, being thrown by uh, Mr. Jacob Eason, who I uh, found out uh, a few days ago is not related to the former Patriots quarterback Tony Eason, and and that last pass was an interception. This could have been avoided by uh, you know actually good uh, red zone um, play calling, which. Nick Sirianni needs to needs to learn. Yeah, but you know, yeah. <laughs> you know who else needs to learn play calling? Mr. Brian Flores with the uh, yeah. Miami Dolphins after yeah, gonna, losing yeah, thank you. zero to thirty five against Buffalo. Yeah, and, and this also, is why you don't convert offensive coordinators to coaches. He was a he was a defensive coordinator. Same thing. That's why you don't convert coordinators to coaches. I mean, uh, I mean, what is it? It was. Uh, it's definitely working out uh, good for Sean McDermott. Yeah, but that was the only f- person that worked for. No, I guess you could see. Uh, what's his Bill name was there? also a Bill was also a defensive coordinator. Pretty much every single head coach at this point was a was at some point a. A coordinator for another, for another coach. So yeah, well, Nick Saban too. Yeah, Saban was just friends with uh, Bill. But uh, yeah, so also going from one New York team to another, we got the Jets and the Patriots. And what was the uh, initial, the inauguration of the shit stopping of Zach Wilson with four interceptions? Two of them being on the first two passes as he is introduced to the to the year-long tradition of Patriots pimp smacking the Jets. Zach Wilson, the last year at BYU, had three interceptions on the entire season. He had three interceptions by the end of the first half. <laughs> Go figure. 
It's the Jets. I'm not surprised. Watch him get traded in a few years, and he he blossoms into a generational talent. I mean, hey, we. Uh, but I mean, hey, this ended up being. Uh, this ended up giving us uh, the first interception of the game, being a tip uh, pass into the hands of J.C. Jackson, and gave us one of the, the best no, breakdowns by a 12-year-old on TikTok ever. Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was great. But uh, so we go from the uh, Big Apple to the Windy City, where we got the Bengals taking on the taking on the Bears, and actually an all right game. Uh, Chicago Until Joe Burrow throws three consecutive interceptions. Yikers! And also, Dan Dalton got hurt too. Yep, Justin and Fields. that means Justin Fields will be starting in Week Three. Yep. For for once. Yep. Until the eventual uh, Matt Nagy stubborn move to uh, to say, "Hey, we're we're keeping Dalton in in the front." Can, we, can somebody just fire Matt Nagy already? Uh, no, because the uh, no, because the uh, because the Bears uh, like to do nothing and pretend they're and it's still 1985. <laughs> yeah, so we're gonna go back to a old basically from something from the trolling of Tom Brady, where he mentioned 28 to three in a Twitter video mocking the Falcons. Tom Brady once again pimp smacks the Falcons. Except- Who's shot at this revelation? If you're shocked at this revelation, please raise your hand. I mean, I'm a little bit shocked that uh, they almost gave uh, gave away the lead in the uh, in the third quarter before uh, before Matt uh, Ryan decides to uh, to take uh, I think Mike uh, is it Mike Andrews to uh, to McDonald's. Can I get a McPick six? Ba 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 ba. Yeah, and this twice, is twice on two consecutive plays. 48-25, and now the Falcons are left panicking once again. Yeah. That just save Matt Ryan. I mean, Matt Ryan, I think, is too old to be saved at this point. He's well, save Kyle Pants before his career is already before his career gets screwed. Save Calvin Ridley before his career is gonna get screwed. Save both of them before they get screwed. Save the Falcons before they get all the way to uh, oh, all yeah, that's too that's, late. That's way beyond repair. Anyway, we but, get uh, anyway. Let's shift to uh, Minnesota, yeah, where uh, where they lose on in who would have guessed a chip shot field goal? Wide right. I think it's wide. Le- I think that was wide left, but yes, it was wide right. It was right. Yeah, it was right. It was one of the directions. I uh, I get them confused sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, but this is a good, a really good game for the QBs, though. Like, both for, both Kirk Cousins and Kyle Murray went off in terms of, like, guns swinging, swinging to their to their receivers and all that. It was a hell of a game. And then and Dalvin Cook had a pretty nice game himself. 22 carries, 131 yards. Yeah. And Murray threw for 400 yards, three TDs. Not bad. Two picks, though. Yeah. So from the southwest to the northwest, we go. And we look at Tennessee Titans versus the Seattle Seahawks. I don't want to talk about it. And for some reason, the Titans won, but with Fat Randy hitting a field goal. I don't want to talk about it. 
Jesse, Jocelyn, Payne. Look, Tyler Lockett had Tyler Lockett for like the second week in the row, for like the second week in a row, uh, was one of the best wide receivers in the uh, across the league because is uh, for some reason nobody wants to go, nobody wants to cover this man, and but I mean you can't you can't stop the bolt rush that is is oh Henry. <laughs> He can't stop Derrick Henry because he'll eat defensive backs for breakfast. Josh Norman knows then, that far too well. Whatever remains of him to the to the friggin' Mongolian horde. Yeah. So from see from the confines of Seattle to the beautiful Stofly Stadium, we got the we got the Jerry's taking on the fuck you Spanos crew. Yes, them them boys decide decide. You know what? We're gonna. Uh, uh, you know what, Greg? Redeem yourself. And, and Boy, after, did he. after two uh, quick interceptions by uh, Justin Her- Herbert uh, in, a, uh, in a fourth quarter where it seemed like nobody wanted to score, uh, uh, at like the last minute, uh, Zerline decided, uh, Zerline, uh, after missing two field goals last, uh, last week, Inc. nails one from 58 yards out. Or was it 56? One of the two. Well, I think it was somewhere in between there. I, I don't know of it. But all I know is Greg Zerlin can definitely kick a goddamn football. Leg- Legatron might be back. Yeah. Seriously, he's not good. But, Jesse, the floor is yours to talk about your, your beloved Ravens. Oh, yeah. Let's go. Hey, Grace. The Raven, baby. It was a sweet game on Sunday night. Um, obviously, a battle of the two-star quarterbacks, but it was very interesting. You had the jump throw by Lamar, and it came down to the end. But um, obviously, great, great club. Uh, great game from start to finish. Not a lot of people picked the Ravens, that's for sure. It was great to see yeah. Lamar finally, finally kill his demons. Yeah. Finally killed out the demons of losing to Patrick Mahomes in week three of every season. I now mean, he gets to Patrick Mahomes on week two. I mean, I mean, it was looking a little bit shaky with the uh, with the first pass going for uh, for another uh, Mick pick six to uh, to the honey badger himself. Oh, but uh, was well, he called for another goddamn screwy rough in the passer call? No, uh, no, no. It was just it was just a. It's the pick six, but I mean, he he turned it around and and you know, yeah, it was a fantastic game. Oh yeah, absolutely. What wasn't a fantastic? What wasn't a fantastic game was uh, was Detroit and Green Bay. Yeah, that Monday night game sucked. It was also it was also partially not that great of a game because we all because let's face it. We all wanted Green Bay to lose. Yeah, but guess what? They won, and um, apparently Aaron Rodgers can speak speak fluent Spanish. Donde esta la end zone? Aquí esta la end zone. (laughs) But yeah, not. But they need to. They need to save Jared Goff. He's going to die there. I mean. I mean, I mean, they can't really do that because 
is he's got that massive contract where it, and if they send him off, they're going to be strapped to strapped to the remainder of it for yeah. for however much is long is left. But uh, yeah, tonight yeah. we. Uh, tonight we got uh, a uh, tonight we got a strange matchup between the in the Houston Texans and the Carolina Panthers. Who do we got uh, on this one? Panthers are one in. Uh, Panthers. Uh, I have the Panthers by three. I have the Panthers by. I'm gonna say five. Yeah. I say Panthers by by fourteen. I say Panthers by two scores. That's, uh, I'd say that's pretty uh, understandable. But yeah. uh, well, speaking of the Lions, real quick, um, Jamie Collins, one of the better linebackers in the league, is apparently being sought out for a trade by the Lions. Let's keep in. Let's also remember that Jamie Collins has been uh, Jamie Collins, and when he was last time he was on the Patriots, it was the closest to. Is the Patriots had had uh, to a, a double-digit sack season since since Chandler Jones in 2015. Yeah, and Antonio Brown has tested positive for COVID. Oh, more uh, more targets for Scotty Miller. Yeah, and I and honestly, he can use it. I like Scotty Miller. I especially from that uh, NFC Championship game where he beat out Kevin King. I mean, Kevin King has just been getting torched by everyone in recently, but uh, yeah, he needs to, he needs to be better better developed. Or uh, this isn't this why the uh, the uh, the Packers drafted Eric Stokes so that uh, they yeah. wouldn't get a uh, get beat out uh, by a quick running back. Yeah, I say so. But enough of football. Let's take it to the ice and let's scrap our uh, lace on our skates and let's talk some hockey quickly. I'm going to try to breeze by as best I can because I know I have the moniker of talks about hockey for so long. Just insert the time frame here. Four hours later. <laughs> so, Zdeno Chara, uh, to start things off, signs a one-year deal with the with the Islanders, it says on the dock financial terms unknown. Do we have any update on well, I'm that? Guessing, I'm guessing gonna, I'm guessing the uh, financial stuff is league minimum, so it'll be seven hundred and fifty thousand. I guess that's fair. Yeah, because yeah, like, was he was he like in his like mid forties now? So yeah, at this point, you're really getting char for veteran leadership. His, his mic is. I think his mic's off. I think you're. Mm. I think your mic is off, Tanner, again. Fine. So stop go. being a – there we go. There but you yeah. go, you're back. So another news, uh, goaltender Elvis Merzlikin signed an extension with the Blue Jackets for five years, 27 mil. Wasn't he the one that changed his number from here to 80 to mm. – That was that was Dubois. Ah. I, yeah, I knew that someone had changed their number to a to honor Kiv Lennox. Yeah, not, no, I was here with the block. But and speaking of goalies getting extensions, uh, goalie Cal Peterson for the Kings signing an extension with them. Uh, three years, 15 mil with a 10 team no trade clause. Yeah, 
Mm, I mean, I haven't heard much about the Kings. Things other than they got Philip Denell and Victor Arvidsson in the offseason. Uh, and and their supposed uh, want uh, want of, of a certain Jack Eichel uh, that they for some reason and don't want to give up Quentin Byfield for. Yeah, because by yeah, because the thing with that is, um, Eichel like you know he's just gonna injure he's gonna case of the injured neck. And the thing I, is, Byfield is 19. So you're really going to give up a 19-year-old second overall pick prospect for someone that has a neck injury and is likely not going to be playing for a while. Right, but uh, right, but the thing is, is if you're trading, <gasps> it's like with, it's like with the Rangers trying to, trying to get the trade going and and saying we'll throw in in Kapokako. Oh, you need to yeah. throw in a top-level oh, prospect to uh, to be able to get that uh, trade package even going. And I know, oh, Jack yeah, Eichel failed to now strip strip yeah, the I heard Washington as well talk um, possibly Kuznetsov, but I don't yeah, know. Like, I, but, but the way the question: Why the fuck would you trade of getting Kuznetsov? I don't know. I feel like I don't know. I feel like I feel like Oshi might be. A bit better of a, uh, a bit of a, uh, uh, a yeah, better contract. Not looking as good as it was at the beginning. Right. Yeah, I but, mean, uh, moving on here. Um, I mean, everything. Yeah, is, we gotta bring Evander Kane back into the fucking news. I mean, we could. I mean, I could have uh, continued with the fact that Eichel oh, failed his physical and is now stripped of captaincy. Yeah, we could. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that quickly. Actually, was it the right decision to really give? To make Eichel revoke the C, was it a really wrong decision here? I mean, three years ago, uh, he sort of had the reputation of a uh, of being a coach killer, and now, uh, and now since he's injured and uh, uh, and there's this whole uh, deal about the surgery and and all that shit, uh, people want to yeah. say anything. Um, and about somebody saved Jack Eichel. At this point, yeah, I'm saying, yeah, I'm also saying save Jack Eichel. I'm just uh, saying that, like, remember that, like, three years ago, uh, barely anyone had any sympathy for this dude's uh, plights because, uh, yeah, because he's always had sort of a pissy attitude. Uh, yeah. Uh, although that well, could be attributed to him of pissy being attitudes, speaking of pissy attitudes, let's talk of Vander Kane. <laughs> so, so the so the NHL has concluded their investigation on the uh, on the allegations of him betting betting on his games, in which it was found that he did not, and they considered the matter closed. But just when one thing ends, another thing begins. Because As we now, can't have nice things now. He's facing charges of domestic violence and sexual assault. Because we can't have nice things. Yeah, you, you, you hate to see it. We, you know, I mean, this was. Uh, I mean, Tanner, you were talking about uh, how uh, you were talking about the Oilers earlier, and how uh, as soon as someone in left their their, their uh, they had a career renaissance, and this dude was the same same way, but for Buffalo, as soon as he left Buffalo. Oh man, went off for the uh, for the uh, 
For the sharks. For, for the sharks. Thanks. And then uh, and then he does this shit. Yeah. So we're gonna do predictions real quick, cause like I know we don't have a lot of time, but we're gonna try to get these out. So I did a wheel spin over the weekend, and we had to predict some teams. It's Jesse, to... you have to predict the Seattle Kraken. Okay. Is it like is it not doing that again? Huh? No, no, there you go. So you have to predict the Seattle Kraken. All right. Um, let's go through the, we'll, the other teams first. Let me give me give me a second to think about it. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, but basically, just think of the placement in the division, placement in the conference, and who's going to be the MVP of the team. That's all you have to think of. So I'll go first with mine. I had to predict the Chicago Blackhawks, and I had and I and I projected them with their offseason moves, projecting them to go second in the Central. Behind Colorado, I had them six in the Western Conference with either Kane, Nylander, or Doc being the MVP of the team for the season. You know, for a team mired in, in just uh, the worst managerial problems right now, they sure rebuild quickly. <laughs> yeah. What the, yeah, what kind of rebuild was that? The, the, the fast one. Yes, it's, it's what they call the expressway. So, Jocelyn, you were tasked with predicting the Colorado Avalanche. Shockingly yes. Enough. Yes, one of uh, one of my favorite teams in the league. I'm very happy that I got uh, them. Um, I'm predicting they go first in the Central, second in the Western Conference behind in Vegas. Is Makar, Makar not only wins team MVP, but he also wins the Norris Trophy. Night. That's that's and look at Zach. I had to spin yours so many times because I kept landing on freaking Chicago and Colorado. But when the dust finally settled, you had to predict Boston. Yep, and I'm projecting them to go second in the Atlantic Division behind the Lightning, um, and third in the conference between behind the Lightning and the Capitals. Who's your MVP? Um, Pasternak. Makes sense. Jess, do you have anything for us? Um, I have the Kraken finishing second in their division. No, third. Third. Third in the Pacific. Yeah. I think just having powerhouses out there already established, like Vegas is a tough division to like just walk into. So I think yeah. that's how it goes. Yeah, it's going to be a tough league for them. Yeah, I agree with you there. All right. So many notable RFAs that are left, and I'm going to mention, and if they're signed, I'll just mention their con- contracts briefly. So Zach I think, we, I think maybe, I think we can't, we can't just start this one and, and not mention Mr. Kirill Kaprizov. Yes, Kirill the fucking thrill. Five years, nine mil per. For one season of play, you know, you know. Hey, this this answers my question from a uh, from a while ago about uh, what about Joel Erickson Eck? and you know, well, I feel I feel like I feel like be fine. I feel like Kaprizov and Je on uh, on that same line. They're gonna be they're gonna make some um, pretty good noise, and I I cannot wait to see this new wild team. Yeah. 
So Zach Seneshin was an RFA, but signed a one-year deal with Boston at league minimum. At Barzell! Um, Darlene, who signed a three-year deal worth 18 mil with the Sabres. Uh, Bellows, still an RFA. Anatoly Goloshev, still an RFA. Uh, Brady Kachuk, surprisingly enough, still a goddamn RFA. Robert Thomas, Signing a two-year, $5.6 million deal with the St. Louis Blues. I feel like with the way that Kachuk plays, he would be perfect for, for Boston because we love uh, getting bad attitude forwards that will uh, that will beat the piss out of you. But, uh, but then again, again, he does have a picture of himself posted on Instagram at TD Garden. But the problem is we're strapped up against the cap. And this wouldn't have well, happened if we didn't moment. extend Carlo. Or you can sign Tuka Rask to league minimum and a thing of beer. Because he said it's not about the money. He says it's not about the money, right? League minimum. There you go. Solved. We didn't we didn't pay uh, we didn't pay f- f- like five million dollars a year for Linus Solmark to uh, to have that happen. Well, I mean you lost you freaking yards off a lot, so what other option? Well, I mean other than Swayman. I would have loved uh, – I love Swayman. I would have said Vodar, but I forgot he got traded. Yep. Anyway, Quinn Hughes is still a, uh, an RFA. Same with Elias Pettersson. And Nolan Patrick, uh, he was an RFA. He did sign a two-year, $2.4 million deal with the Vegas Golden Knights. Because yep. he was acquired in a uh, freeway trade of from Philly via Nashville. Yep. But but I know like some like you saw some of the ashes on some players. That is because those players cannot be offer sheeted because per rule ten point two C, which bars their which bars them from being offer sheeted. All right, and but quickly, gonna... quickly the top fifty continues uh, from twenty to eleven. I'll try to do as best fast as I can. You just say thumbs up for good value and the middle for whatever down for shit value. Number 20, we have Mark Stone from Vegas. Pretty good. Nice. I feel like, yeah, I feel like a little bit lower. A little bit lower. All right, number 19, Senator Patrice Bergeron of the Boston Bruins. Could have been better. Honestly, could have been better. Yeah, better. I'm I'm saying he could have been better. Number 18, um, my guy, Mitch Marner from the Maple Leafs. Our working unanimous agreement here. Good. I don't. I don't have to hurt any of you now. Number seventeen, left winger Alex Ovechkin of the Washington Capitals. I think. I think he could have been a little should have been higher. Higher should have been a lot higher. Fair. Number sixteen, right winger Miko Rantanen of the Colorado Avalanche. Could have been higher. Yeah, a little bit higher. 15, center Alexander Sasha Barkov of the Florida Panthers. Could have been a little bit lower. Uh, take it or leave it with him. Number 14, center Braden Points of the Tampa Bay Lightning. Could have been higher. Higher. Could have been higher. Definitely higher. 13, Kale McCarr, the Avalanche. Put this man in the top five right now. Seriously. Seriously. Number 12, David Pasta Boy Pasternak. Higher needs to be a higher. little bit higher. I mean, he had a down year last year, so I can see why he's not well, in the top ten. Then again, it was fifty-six games, so 
and at number eleven, Patrick Kane of the Chicago Blackhawks. Mm-hmm. Eh, I'm not more. sure about that. It, 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 it's a ticket to leave it there or not, not regarding it. Yeah. it. We're finally done with hockey, and we're going to transfer over to the parquet. Not a lot this week, but the first thing we have. What are you is... talking about? We had a lot of uh, we had a lot of talkings uh, about our, our favorite player of all time, Bum Simmons. Yeah, he did not report to training camp, and he will not. And he wants to be traded. He wants done. But take a second round pick for him, Philly. Do it. You what's won't. What's it called? The thing is, Golden State was asked about this, and they said he doesn't fit our scheme. He's shit. And so David, and so, and so the commissioner Adam Silver thinks, um, excuse me, are you tampering with shit? And Phil is like, no. And I was like, excuse me, are you tampering with shit? And Golden State's like, no. And then Adam, Adam Silver just says, okay, you know what? Fuck you. Here's a fifty thousand dollar fine. It's Bum Simmons. I guarantee you, no one's, uh, no one's gonna want to, uh, no one's tampering with him because he sucks already. Your mic cut out again. This fucking Zoom. Swear to God, this fucking app. I, I hate this. All right, let's let's tone there it down. Go, there we go. Let's tone it down on the app bombs. Yeah, but the final piece of news we have for a basketball uh, player, JJ Redick, announcing retirement from the NBA after 15 seasons in the league. Uh, uh, honestly. I remember there being a little bit of talk about the uh, the Celtics getting him in this past season, but I mean he had a he had a pretty good run. Yeah, but that was really it for basketball because there was really nothing. So we'll go over to the diamond, and we have some players of the week that we need to mention, boys. You can go first since you're the one that go first. printed for. Part of it's biasness. Part of it is because he's been actually been on a little bit of a hot streak. It's all bias. It's all bias. It's Marcus Semyon. Yeah, it's Marcus Semyon of the Toronto Blue Jays. Can we beat up the fucking Yankees for our wild card spot back, please? It's gotta be. It's gotta be Red Sox and Mariners. (laughs) It's gonna be the Mariners. They're they're close. Who's your player of the week? Dick. All right, my player of the week is is Bryce Harper. He's uh, he's been uh, he's been on a fantastic hot streak. And yes, we got Jesse repping uh, Mr. Harper. Harper jersey. But I have a question for you, Jesse. Yes. Have you ever seen a Bryce Harper home run in person at Citizens Bank Park in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania? I said, have you ever seen a Bryce Harper home run in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania? I said, have you ever Park. met Bryce Harper? That's the question. Fair enough. I, th- I think uh, when I saw the Padres, I think uh, Tatis homered. So. There, there have you go. guys ever trick-or-treated at Rob Gronkowski's house? Have you ever trick-or-treated and got a can of Pepsi as a thing? Yes, I have. Yeah. Anyway, Zach, you're player of the week. All right. So I picked uh, Tyler, Tyler O'Neill, uh, left fielder for the Cardinals. Um, and he also won Player of the Week honors for the National League, too. Um, he has hit all the games during the week. He has hit safely. Um, 
and in most games he scored a run and he has been helping St. Louis. Uh, they had like an 11 game winning streak um, as of when I wrote it, uh, which was Wednesday. So, yeah, um, I'll check that for you because I know they're playing right now. Yeah, bottom of the ninth, eight to five, St. Louis, and has he recorded a hit? And the answer is no. Oh, no, he is not. But the Cardinals are winning right now, eight to five. So, anyway, Jesse, who's your MLB Player of the Week? Player of the week. I'm guessing Bryce Harper just because of the jersey. Um, um just this can be biased. Me and Xander Bogarts here for me as the other night. There you go. And hopefully you can take me to a Red Sox game soon. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Anyway, we're gonna uh, since there hasn't really been much. There hasn't really been much MLB news uh, this week uh, so far, other than the teams clinching. So we're gonna be, uh, so we're just gonna be going down. Um, the, uh, I'll take the I'll, I'll start off with the East. So the Rays have, are at the top of the AL East, and they have clinched. Uh, Fall by the Sox at six games back. The stupid freaking Yanks at eight back. My Jays at eight and a half back, and the Sad Reels at. 45 and a half back. Are you telling me that they didn't clinch the inch a wild card spot even at <laughs> even at 45 and a half games back? Imagine if a baseball team clinched a freaking wild card with 45 and a half games back. That would probably be eh, some team in the NL East, but we'll get to that. Anyway, uh-huh. AL Central. We have the White Sox clinching the division in, in with the Indian. Uh, with the uh, Guardians, I'm sorry, uh, 11 and a half games back, Tigers 12 back, Royals 17 back, and the Twins somehow, even though they've been floundering, only 19 game games back. Take, you can take it or leave it with the freaking Twins. Like they're, they're like a mystery box or some shit. Like, I say only week, in... Here they are. I say only in 19 games back because that it makes them... Um, the the team with the uh, second least amount of uh, games back in uh, in their division to be last place. Anyway, yeah. And uh, plus, Zach, not, not eliminated from the playoffs too. Zach, so you want to do AL West? Yeah, just hold on. No, did you close out of it? Uh, yeah. accidentally. All right, I got it back. All right, all right. Here we go. AL West. So I got the AL West. Um. Got the Astros um, in first place. Mariners, eight games back. Athletics, nine games back. Angels, 19 games back. And Rangers, 36 games back. They can still recover, right? No, they're just a a minor league team at the major league level. Uh, We'll get to that. So, moving on to the National League. We got the AL NL East. We got the Braves at the top of the pack. You know it. Well, my the Phillies at three games back, or also known as the Bryce Harper crew. The Lowell Mets at eight games back. 
the Marlins at 17 games back, and the Nationals at 18 games back. And I think, Justin, this is the other team you were talking about with the fewest games back to be last in the division. Yep, yep because so Trey Turner has been going yeah. off. Yeah, not like Trey Turner in the NFL or the Steelers who got ejected for spending on, on a player. Oh, yeah, mass. that's right. We forgot to talk about Trey, uh, Trey Turner we'll with the Steelers. We'll see that, we'll that, we'll that for the end. We'll see that for the end. Anyway. But, um, you can wait for the NL Central somebody, please. I don't know if Jess wants to do it. I don't know. You want to read off NL Central, sure. Jess? Sorry about that. So you got oh, the Brewers who are eight and a half on the Cardinals. The Cardinals are still pursuing a wild card spot and the Reds. We're having a good season, obviously better than people expected. Thirteen back, and then the Cubs and the Pirates who are both in the basement. The Pirates are thirty-three and a half games back, and the Cubs are twenty-four. Yeah, it's safe to say that they're shit. And, and then to the uh, to the West, we have uh, the Giants and uh, the Giants and Dodgers neck and neck. Uh, nobody's clinched the division in there because uh, because uh, every other day it seems seems they're switching spots. Uh, but currently, Di- uh, Giants are two games up on the Dodgers. There's Padres are twenty two and a half games back. Rockies are twenty seven and a half, and then the Diamondbacks at a blessed forty eight and one hundred four record are fifty one games back. Mm. Can Tower Gilbert save that team, please? <laughs> but nice. going on to the Walmart situation here. Right now, the, AL, the division leaders for the American League stand as follows. The Rays, the, the White Sox, and the Astros, with the only team clinching being the Chicago White Sox. And the wildcard teams right now being the Red Sox at two games ahead. And the Yankees, ugh, I think I just had a brain aneurysm reading that name. That's the second wild card spot. The teams that are still in the running, my Blue Jays a half game back, the Mariners have two and a half back, and the Athletics have three and a half back. Please, seriously, please. Seriously, F the Yankees, seriously. Please let it be mm, Yankees and Mariners because that would just be the def- Funniest. What the hell is wrong with you? I like chaos. <laughs> the Red Sox have won seven straight, and I think that tonight's or this weekend series is gonna prove a lot of what happens in the wild cards. They play the Yankees. So. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, well, on to the National League. Uh, if you want to take it away, Jocelyn, I'll let you take it away. Sorry. Uh, gonna I was gonna go on to the next uh, thing, but uh. Uh, right. All right, take your time. If you need me to read, I'll read it quickly. Uh, you read it quickly because I don't have it, it pulled up. Okay. So, in the NL wildcard situation, the division leaders are stand as follows: AL, NL East, we got the Braves. NL Central, we got the Brewers. NL West, we got the we got the Giants. Wildcard being with the Dodgers at fourteen and a half games ahead of the second wildcard, which right now is the St. Louis Cardinals. Teams that are still in it for the running are the Reds at four and a half back, Phillies at four and a half back, Padres at six games back, and the Mets at nine and a half back. It's about the Mets, baby. It's about the Mets. Love the Mets. 
Yep. So from baseball, we go to a new segment we call the Bear Sports Corner. And Zach, I'll let you take this one away. All right. All right. So we'll start with the great iron with football. Um, the last game was against Plymouth State. Um, uh, they they won twenty seven to twenty four, um, but they almost they almost uh, blew the game again. Um, is the, uh, they allowed two touchdowns in the fourth quarter, but they were able to hold on. Uh, they are now one and two on the season, and one and zero in the Mascot Conference. Men's soccer is currently two and four, and zero and one in the Mascot. Uh, women's soccer is two and two and is on a two-game winning streak. Um, there is no conference record yet. Um, field hockey um, is two and three and all one in the Little East Conference. They are a affiliate member. Um, also an affiliate member is women's tennis, which they are two and two. Um, and one and one in the conference, which they are doing a um, currently they're going through a two game losing streak. So if they can um, run the ship know, real quick. Yeah, I know. Who's um who's football facing next? Is it um, uh, Western Connecticut State, which is um today is Thursday, Thursday twenty twenty third. Um, yeah, twenty third. Playing tomorrow at uh, 6 p.m. at Swinson Field. All right, all right, all right. But we really have nothing else. But we do have a little running gag here that, you know, we love to mention Jared Smith. That's academic career to Jocelyn's dismay. <laughs> but, and he got a 72 on his last quiz and he's not happy about it. To which Jocelyn, bro, you just that. posted cringe. You're going to lose a subscriber. <laughs> we're not we're not on YouTube yet, okay? You are going to lose us follower. This man's <laughs> gonna sabotage us just by talking about J.R. Smith at college again. Yes, the golfer, baby. <laughs> Wait, is he actually yeah. like going to college again? Yes. Yeah, he is. He's on uh, NC A and C. Oh, probably TCU or something. Wasn't it NC State or something like that? No, NC A and T. Yeah, something weird like that. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's not like one. I, I don't know. I think it's North Carolina yeah. Agricultural yeah. Tech. I don't. I don't know yeah. what Football. the hell it's in. Let me look it up real quick because we got we got a few minutes here to spare. Because we actually zoomed by this freaking. North Carolina Agricultural and Technical State University. All right. So, so as Tanner's mic has once again cut out, I think we can, and I think we can, and sign off on, in today's episode. Oh, thank you all so much for uh, listening. And we'll be back next Here week we with more. There we go, Tanner's. Uh, Tanner's mic is back, but uh, uh, we'll be back next week with more uh, sports news, week three recap, uh, probably more, uh, uh, probably the end, the end of the uh, MLB season, and uh, 
Uh, we will see you guys then. Take care. Take care.